From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Well, of course, we found the favorite amongst the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast fans, and that is GoGreenHemp.com. That's right, CBD hemp products. Tommy and I both use them daily to get through our days, get to sleep, get awake, you name it, whatever. We use it for everything. And at GoGreenHemp.com, we have a special offer for you. We all know hemp can be quite expensive depending on where you go, but GoGreenHemp.com is pretty affordable, especially when you slap on that coupon code at the end, heels and quads, and all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% on your order. 15%. That's a lot off some good hemp. So check this out. They have balms, bath bombs, beauty products, edible gummies, gel capsules, tinctures, animal products, pre-filled cartridges, and even wax crumble. You gotta go to gogreenhemp.com and use that coupon code Heels and Quads and all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. You won't get a better deal on hemp. I can promise you that. That's gogreenhemp.com, coupon code Heels and Quads and all caps at checkout. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode three of Levi's Music Lounge. I am, of course, Levi, and this is the Music Lounge 
of mine. And you can follow this show on Twitter at Music Lounge Levi, and you can follow me at Levi D. Zindel. Obviously, if you've kept up or even heard what I've talked about on last week's show or the Heels and Quads show or Twitter or whatever, you know that today we're talking about Tool's new album, Fear Inoculum. It's a long one. Um, oh my gosh, it's so long. Oh my gosh, my patience. I don't have any. Oh my gosh, aren't they like old? Oh my gosh, yeah, my patience is just done and I can't listen to the whole album. Oh my gosh, yeah, let's go hit our jewel and listen to um, something else. <laughs> yeah, anyways, <laughs> it's been a while since they've released an album. Actually, about half of 10,000 Days, uh, the title of their last album, 10,000 Days, it's been about half that long. Uh, something around like, I think it's like 4,700 days or something since their last album, because we've been counting... We've been looking for a new two album for a while now, and I think we finally have our hands on it. Uh, I had it pre-ordered, and I was uh, I was ready to roll at midnight that night, but I passed out, and uh, I was up early the next morning listening to it, and uh, I'm here to give you my thoughts on that today. Um, obviously, we got a track before uh, the album was released, the title track, Fear Inoculum. And uh, if you guys can't tell already, I'm just jumping right into this because it might take a while. I'll probably talk about stuff afterwards, but uh, it's the new Tool album, and I've been ready to talk about it for a little while. So yeah, uh, Fear Inoculum, the title track, was released a couple weeks before, or about a month before, something like that, uh, before the actual album was released. This track, upon my first impression, um, I I didn't... I didn't particularly find this to be my favorite, like, now, listening to the whole album. And even when it came out, I was kind of... Like, I didn't not like it. I was just... Tool is... Sometimes Tool is an acquired taste with certain things. You really have to listen to a track, like, ten times and let it sink in. And uh, I I enjoy this track. It's just... um, I think I still have to listen to it more. I I don't I don't have a lot to say about it right now because it's funny even though it came out beforehand, I've listened to the rest of the album a lot more than I have uh fear the title track, the single that was released beforehand. Next up we get Numa. That's P N E U M A. This track to me is like that. This has got that classic tool sound to me. This is like, it sounds like something straight off of Lateralis or um, maybe 10,000 Days. Cause like Anima, Enema beforehand, they were, that one was kind of them forming into their Lateralis selves and coming out of that undertow, which I really enjoyed. All their albums are great. Um, this one reminds me of something in between Lateralis and 10,000 Days. Uh, it has this, you know, kind of starts out with that strumming guitar and uh, Maynard starts singing. And then we get the, the bass, the classic uh, Justin Chancellor bass that do lead and do lead and do lead. He always gets those hammer ons going. I know you like that. I know you like that sound. That was a great explanation of that. Uh, this one goes on for about 10 minutes or so, or uh, almost 12 minutes, and uh, I enjoyed every bit of it. 
and then after this, I'm going to kind of try to get through these tracks somewhat fast and just give a brief rundown of them because I'd like to give my overall thoughts and what everybody else is thinking at the end of this. Let me readjust myself here. Next up, we just get a little synth track. It's called, uh, it looks like it's French. I'm thinking it's Le Tourny Contre Le Peu. Ooh, that was good. Damn, Levi, you are good, dude. Uh, this is a little synth track. Kind of, it's kind of that voicey synth, like uh, I believe I seen. Um, if you guys listen to Heels and Quads, you know I'm in, into a band called Three Teeth, and uh, they, their bass player, excuse me, posted on Instagram and said, "Tool, thanks to Tool for letting me." do some synth work on their new album. So I'm assuming he did most of these synth tracks on here because every interlude has a little little synthy stuff going on it. And there's actually only six full tracks on this album. And that's... Uh, this is one of the interludes. So next up, we get Invincible, which is a song they've been playing at their live shows recently. And speaking of Tool's live shows, they are coming to Tulsa October 29th, and I will be there. So... If you're listening to this and you're for some reason going to be at the Tulsa October 29th show, holla holla at your boy and we can meet up. Holla holla at your boy. Uh, yeah, it's only like an hour and a half from here, so I love Tulsa shows. And they're actually playing with Killing Joke, and I really like Killing Joke as well. So that's a cool setup I'm going to get to see. This is It's really one of the only places they're playing in the Midwest here, or the Mid-South. Other Like, there's Texas, but Tulsa's right down the road from me, so... Invincible. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoy this track as well. Um, this one is... Man, this album, it's so freaking long. It's like I have to... I, I have to explain to everybody to just... Like, if you got to... You got to think of the parts of the track you got to listen to. This is definitely their longest... Uh, I believe it's their longest in their catalog. But yeah, Invincible, they've been playing live. Descending, they've been playing live. Uh, Invincible, I really enjoy. It's another one of those tracks where, I don't know if anybody's been reading their interviews. I know I have. Uh, they said a lot of the album has to do with, like, getting older. And this is another track that is them kind of going on about getting older. But once again, I really like this track. I find it to be, like, it's like a, it's like a grown-up version of Tool, it's uh it's a combination of all their styles except for I think the only style I don't find on this album is their opiate slash undertow style. They're shorter songs and more heavy, more grungy alternative sound. Uh, I don't think any of that's on here. I think it's mostly this is a pretty good combination of Anima through Ten Thousand Days, which you know there's only five albums to choose from. Six if you include uh, the opiate EP. But uh, it's it's a combo album. It's just it's the grown up version, and uh, I really like Invincible. Um, I don't have a ton to say about it because now that I'm recording this, I'm forgetting how, what I was going to say because um, I'm not scripted right now. I didn't script myself today. Vin, Vinny Mac didn't hand me a script. He was gonna script my podcast for me, but then he was like. Oh no, pal! I'm not gonna I'm not gonna script this. I'm gonna big league you. And I was like, okay, I see how this is gonna go. You fuck. Um. So yeah, <laughs> 
Invincible. I really like it. Check it out. It's definitely a good single on the album. Um, Invincible and the next actual full track I'm going to talk about, Descending, are probably my favorites on the album, and I'll get to Tempest later. Um, In between Invincible and Descending is another little synth track, Legion Inoculant, and then we go into Descending. I would say Descending is my favorite track on the album, and this is the one I've listened to the most. My favorite part about this one is that this was I, I was look when Adam Jones posted that video on social media months back of he was like practicing or what he said practicing or something like that. He was playing the riff at the end of descending and I thought that riff was so cool. And I was like, I cannot wait for this album to come out so I can hear that riff finally. And uh I finally found it while listening to this that morning and I was so excited I listened to it again. And uh, because this is progressive, I believe it happens about, so God, how long is that song? I think it's like 12 minutes. I think it happens when there's about two minutes and 45 seconds left or three minutes left. Um, Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. About three minutes left in the song, he starts doing that riff that was on social media. Um, I, I didn't watch these videos. Like, I know people posted these on social media at the concerts and everything but I was like I don't want to listen to the concert audio with people screaming and talking and then you know, I seen the comments too and I totally agree with them like they're playing new songs and you're going to talk through the whole fucking thing or sit on your phone like listen to the new tool music dude but yeah they've been playing invincible and descending I really like descending probably my favorite song on the album um, I think it's around 11 or 12 minutes, probably 10, 10 to 12 is pretty much the safe zone for all these tracks, except for Tempest is like 15, 30 or something, almost 16 minutes. But yeah, Descending is a very, very good track. Um, I, I feel like all these tracks are grown up. It's grown up tool, man, but I'll get to that at the end of this in the, the overview. Calling Voices. This is kind of more of a it doesn't even really pick up until i think like two minutes left in the track and uh the first part the first bit of it is just kind of quiet instruments and maynard it's maynard singing and he's getting to do his thing in this and his voice still sounds amazing and i can't wait to hear it live that's that's what i'm really excited for because he gets he gets super into it live so i want to see that um but calling voices is great It's, uh, this is, I feel like everybody has their track on here where they get to show out, and I would say, (laughs) I mean, in reality, Maynard gets to show out in every track, but this one is kind of where he gets to use a little more of his vocal technique and, and just, his vocals are the instrument in this, really. He plays the vocals in this. He doesn't do vocals. He plays the vocals in this. Let's put it that way. Um... And and throughout the album. I mean, let's be real. Throughout the whole album, he's really still doing his thing. Um, Chocolate Chip Trip comes after this. This has another weird little synth part in it. But Danny joins in on drums about halfway through it. It's like a three-and-a-half-minute track or something. Uh, Danny joins in on drums and just does this crazy drum solo. He uses the roto-toms like he loves to do in every track ever. <laughs> um and he just does this crazy drum solo. I'm assuming we'll see this kind of live. This will be like a live interlude type thing where he just does what he... He either plays this solo or just does his own new drum solo. 
Um, but it's pretty cool. This is his track where he gets to show out. But I, I, saying that is kind of every track everybody gets to show out because this band is just talented all together. Let me scoot around here. I'm sitting on the floor recording with the microphone because my uh, my studio desk is in a weird spot. Um, so after Chocolate Chip Trip, we get the the infamous Tempest with spelled with a seven. Seven, seven pest, seven pest. <laughs> there it is, seven pest, seven, seven pest. All right, I'll stop being weird now. Uh, Tempest, 15 minutes long. This is uh, by far Adam Jones's best guitar work in his entire career because he goes through so many different solos and leads and weird stuff in this. This is one that you break down by like three minute segments or four minute segments where you're like, okay, this is, this is this song. And then it goes to this song and then it goes to this song. Once we kind of get out of the five minute mark in this song, that's when we start hitting those solos and leads and it starts getting weird. Um, and Maynard's Maynard's vocals are kind of spread out throughout the track. Really the first, like I would say the first four minutes of it is like a normal track. There's vocals, there's drums, there's bass, there's guitar, all that good stuff, um, and it's and it's a rhythmic pattern and all that. But we get to about five minutes, it starts changing and it starts becoming more of just a, it's just a wandering track. the The guitar is just wandering but staying key, and the bass is the bass is holding it up along with the drums, and they're just kind of backing Adam Jones while he just goes crazy on guitar. And uh, it's a very nice piece of work. I like it a lot. It, you do have to have some patience to listen to it because you're sitting there for 15 and a half minutes going, okay, this is and this is just music I'm listening to for 15 and a half minutes. I'm not watching a video or anything. I'm sitting here listening to Guitar Wonder, so just put your headphones on and sit back, close your eyes, and just listen to it. That's how I kind of seen this whole album is just to sit back, close your eyes and just listen to it and let yourself wander. It's like a free trip. You don't even got to pay for the mushrooms or the acid or anything. You just put on a tool record and just listen. And you start start wandering and finding yourself spiritually and all that shit. Next thing you know, you've been baptized by tool and you're a tool religious guy. You're having tool gasms. And uh, next thing you know, you're practicing drums in like 716. So be careful. Be careful what you do with Tool, okay? But anyways, back on track here. Tempest is a very enjoyable track. You just have to listen to it. I actually listened to it this morning before I did this because I was like, I need to refresh my memory on that. And uh, I should probably refresh my memory on the whole album because uh, I forgot everything I wanted to say about it, but I enjoy the whole album. <laughs> and then uh, it ends with another synthy something at the end of it called mocking beat which i was kind of excited i was hoping this was actually a song but it's not and uh you know what i don't think i've listened to mocking beat in full because i get done with tempest and then i'm like i'm gonna go eat a bowl of cereal or i'm gonna go make a quesadilla so that is fear inoculum it's an hour and 27 minutes with 10 songs six actual songs i own the itunes version i bought that I don't have the CD. I notice everybody's already selling it on Amazon for like $299 and stuff. I would love to get my hands on that. When they do release a normal CD or vinyl or whatever, I'm definitely buying it because I want to have this. Um, 
so now kind of my thoughts on the whole album and mine versus everybody else's apparently uh not everybody's most people are most people are enjoying this album so everybody's happy that we finally got some new tool music some people are not looking at it that way they're looking at it as if this should have just been the greatest album that's ever touched the billboard charts or ever touched rock and roll and heavy metal music it just should be the greatest thing it took them 13 years to make it it should be the best thing ever you have to understand that it's been 13 years for a reason. These guys have been busy with their lives. They've been busy with other things. They're not they haven't been recording this album for 13 years. They've been I'm sure they've been tossing around ideas, but they haven't been sitting in the studio for 13 years recording this. They've had kids. Maynard has a perfect circle. They have he's got wine a business to do. It's not like these guys are hurting for money. And I'm you know, they're they're obviously they do it for their fans too. But they do it for a living also. So it's they 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 didn't need to be rushing into an album and, to, and like Tool said in many interviews I've read, they take their time on an album. This this time they might have just took a, a lot longer of a time, but they take their time to give you the best experience. And that's what I got out of this album. I got a good experience. I enjoy the album start to finish. There is some bits and pieces that's a little reminiscent of the other albums but isn't that expected with all bands unless they're totally changing their sound because guess what had they put out this album and changed their sound and did something different everybody would have bitched and moaned about that too so be happy with what they fucking gave us they gave us a badass album after 13 years it's like 87 minutes long and just listen to it and shut your eyes and shut your fucking mouth and be patient and listen and see what you get out of it. And you'll get some enjoyment if you just sit back, relax, and appreciate it for what it is. A fucking Tool album after 13 years, okay? They've been working on this album for a while. There's been humps in the road. But overall, I think they did a great job. Um, I know Maynard, I don't think he tracked vocals in the same studio as them. I believe he went somewhere and they had the tracks and he recorded there and so that's a little bit of a bummer to know that they weren't all in the studio together making this but you know they were communicating they were all still talking so um yeah for all the haters you know if you don't like it go listen to something else go listen to dream theater then because they're they're prog metal and no no disrespect dream theater i like them too i'm just saying if you don't want to listen to tool go listen to some other prog metal and be happy with that go listen to opeth they're cool i like them um but appreciate the new fucking Tool album for what it is. Don't be, stop being so, um, we're so spoiled with, we get everything we want because it's all on our phone. And this is actually kind of what Maynard was saying in a Joe Rogan interview. Maynard James Keenan, that is. I hope everybody knows who I'm talking about when I refer to him in this uh, Tool episode. Uh, yeah, he said in a Joe Rogan interview, everybody's spoiled and everybody's impatient now because you can get whatever you want on your phone. And I'm guilty of it too. We're all hooked on our phones and it kind of sucks because one day that comes when the cell phone towers just wipe out. Hopefully that doesn't happen <laughs> because we'll be fucked. Um, that's going to freak a lot of people out and there's no pay phones around really. And uh, I sure would like to use a pay phone because I have plenty of quarters in my car saved up for pay phones and, and parking meters. But uh, anyways... Be happy with the Tool album. If you don't like it, shut the fuck up about it and go listen to Lateralis and Enema and uh, Undertow and 10,000 Days and all that good stuff. 
this album is a culmination of all that stuff. And it seems as if this could be maybe their last album. And if it's not, we'll get the next one when they're all like 65. But that's okay, because they'll take their time on it, and it'll be delicious, it'll be a great listen, like this one. And maybe maybe I have the unpopular opinion here, but I think that it's a great album, and I've seen a lot of good reviews on it, but I've definitely seen the haters come out of the woodworks. But I think they just do that because... They just want somebody to talk to them online. Because if you comment and say something shitty, somebody's going to comment and say something to you, and then you don't have to be lonely behind your keyboard anymore. You can have somebody to talk to and disrespect on the internet thousands of miles away. (sighs) All right. So some of my favorite tracks on the album. Enough about you. More about me. (laughs) I like Numa. I like Invincible. I like Descending. I like Tempest. You know what? I like them all. Um, my favorite track, like I said, is Descending. I like, I think Invincible comes in behind that and Numa behind that. Um, it's kind of hard to rank these because they're all so unique. Tempest is my favorite longest track on the album. <laughs> Descending is my favorite, uh, uh, just musical track on the album. It's so fun. Invincible is my favorite classic tool track. You know, it's just, I can, I can, Make them all my favorites in different topics of Tool. But uh, overall, it's a great album. I think I'm going to listen to Fear Inoculum on my headphones right after I get off of here and just listen to that track. Like, you know, I've heard it a lot, but I want to listen to it more because the thing about Tool is, and and all these tracks I'm going to listen to over and over and over again for the next 20 years because hopefully by then we'll have another album. Although they do hint a little bit in Descending and Invincible kind of about, you know, their swan song and stuff like that. Um, but I want to listen to them more because Tool is, I can still listen to Lateralis and learn new things now. You still, you find things in Tool's discography that they, that are just hidden little gems in there that you, uh, you didn't notice before on first listen and second listen and third listen. So you can listen to Tool music over and over and over and over and over again and still find things that you're, you're that are new and new sounds and different things. Like I need to just sit down and just listen to all the interludes and not any of the songs in a row and see if I enjoy that a lot. Um, you know, you skip around and, and it is a long album. So I do get impatient. I do get fidgety and want to get up and have a cup of coffee so I can get more impatient. But, uh, I love this album and I, I give it, I'd give it 4.5 out of five stars. The point five being, I don't know, probably because it's only six tracks, but they're super long. Maybe that's a problem for me. Maybe they're a little long. Uh, it'd be cool if they were like seven or eight minutes, or maybe just five, some of them. That way we get a couple more tracks and a little more mileage out of this. But you, if you break it down that way and just think about it like that, then you have two parts of a track, which you can just pretty much be like, oh, that's track one and two. So maybe Descending is two parts, and Invincible is two parts, and Culling Voices and all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I give it 4 out of 5, 4.5 out of 5. Really, honestly, I could give it 5 out of 5 because I'm just happy to have a new Tool record because I'm not taking it for granted like most people are and being sour about it. Uh, they're probably just saying that, and then they're hiding somewhere listening to it and enjoying it, but they're just wanting to be part of the popular opinion of that which, honestly, I don't think that's the most popular opinion. I think the most popular opinion is we're, like, all thanking Tool for finally giving us new music. And I'm thanking Tool for finally giving us new music. I enjoy it a lot. 
All right, enough about that. Listen to the new Tool album. Buy the new Tool record on streaming devices. Or if you can get your hands on a physical copy, good for you. You should get that if it's not $300. Unless you're just really wanting to collect it, do that too. So what I usually do at the end of the show, I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Kind of what I've been listening to. And uh only been a few records because I've been listening to the new Tool album for about a week now. So... That is one of them, obviously. What I just talked about is the new Tool record, and I'll be continuing to listen to that for a while. And I've been kind of listening to some of their back catalog as well to compare and and remember some of that good stuff and yada yada. Because Tool's back catalog, like I said, you can keep finding gems in there over and over and over again that you didn't notice before. Uh, I've also been listening to... Uh, well, it's actually saved on my phone right now added to my library but motorhead's album we are motorhead from 2000 just one of those weird albums i'm kind of like wanting to check out uh between this and sacrifice these are kind of their heavier albums where they detoured from that fast rock and roll sound and came more heavy metal which i guess they're all kind of heavy metal-ish but uh i think i might purchase this one on vinyl i really like the artwork as well and uh it's a pretty cool one, but Motorhead's kind of like, uh, I can listen to like one or two Motorhead records at a time, and then it starts to get kind of, starts to run together, but I love Motorhead, and they are legends. Um, and I've also been listening a lot to this guy, well, this band, it's an electronic group called Ghost, or Ghost, Ghost or Ghost, whatever you want to call it. They opened live, they opened when I seen Three Teeth. They were the first band. Second band was Author and Punisher, and then Three Teeth was obviously the headliner. But Ghost, Ghost, I'm going to say Ghost, G-O-S-T. Um, they're a synthwave, electronic, industrial. It's it's crazy to describe. Like, it's its, its own thing. I've actually seen it called Slasher Wave. Um, they have a fourth album about to come out. Their first album is called Behemoth. Uh, actually, I guess they do have, it's about to be kind of a fifth album or something. Uh, their second album is called Skull, and that's got some good stuff. And then their third one is Non-Paradisi. And then Possessor was their most recent album. And then they have a new album coming out in October called Valediction, which I'm excited that's it, that it's in October because it's Halloween-ish. And I love Halloween time. I love ghouls and goblins and watching scary movies because... My Halloween time usually ranges from like September to Christmas. And then even then in January, I'm still being spooky because when it's cold outside, it's spooky. When it's hot outside, it's not. When it's hot outside, it just sucks and I'm just sweating. And I'm so ready for this Arkansas heat to go away. But anyways, Ghost Ghost has released uh, a few new tracks, two singles off of... Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say... Bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say... Bring it on. 
those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. The new upcoming album, Valediction, there's one called Wrapped in Wax, and the other one is called Ligature Marks. And uh, I like both of them a lot. Of course, there's people whining and groaning about, well, it sounds different than their last album. God, you fucking people. You know, not every fucking album is going to sound the same, and if it sounds the same, then you're going to bitch about that. So stop fucking listening then. Go listen to Taylor Swift. Fuck. I'm sorry for the children listening and the mothers and fathers at home playing this through their home speakers, but your children need to hear this too. <laughs> um, yeah, I like this band. I like this guy a lot. I've seen him live. It was just one dude manning uh, the electronics, which was like this keyboard stand he had going, and then there was a bass player. And he was just spitting all over the place the whole time, and it was super metal, and the strobe lights were awesome, and they, it, it was it was awesome. So one of their main big songs is called uh, Gen. It's I think it's Genesee Avenue, and then there's Nightcrawler, there's Master. Um, I really like one of my personal favorite tracks. I have to say is off Possessor, and it's called I think you say Garuth, G A R R U T H. I really enjoy it. It's like it's like metal electronics. It's it's really cool, and these guys are kind of. I'm I like electronic music. Obviously, I like industrial. So, of course, I like an electronic music. I like that fusion. So check him out, Ghost G O S T Ghost. Um, really cool, really cool band. It's like it. it I, I see it as a fusion of like electronic music, industrial metal, and black metal in the sense of the face paint and the black metal screams that he does sometimes throughout the tracks. He sings really good. Um, it's cool. Check them out, support them, buy their albums, do all that good stuff. And, uh, thanks for everybody listening. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the tour review. I'm sorry. I was swearing so much. If your children are listening, I apologize. Um, this world swears a lot nowadays, so I guess we'll just have to get used to that. Uh, follow the show at Music Lounge Levi on Twitter. Follow me at Levi D. Zindel, but most importantly, at Music Lounge Levi, because I do most of my stuff on there now. I've actually just been signed in on that and just commenting on stuff with that now. So people are like, oh, that's him. We know him. Not really, because nobody knows me. But yeah, thanks for listening to Heels and Quads. Thanks for listening to the podcast Watch Along with Tommy. Uh, out of the bullpen, all that good stuff. Most importantly, thank you for listening to this. If you are a Heels and Quads guy and you listened and was like, I'm going to check out Levi's new show, thank you so much. If you are new to this, thank you even more for giving me a shot. I hope you enjoyed it. If you don't like it, then leave a comment about how it sucks and you liked my older stuff better. And uh, <laughs> please, anyways. Follow the show at Music Lounge Levi on Twitter. Get in touch with me if you want to do a show with me. And thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Go listen to the new Tool album and shut your eyes and your mouth and enjoy it. 
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.